When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weekend Watch Recap. Let me see if I can figure out how to go live on Instagram. I think I did it. Okay. Instagram, I I think I'm live for you. Um, anyways, if I have to suddenly just stop because I look like I'm going to throw up, it's because I probably will. I was an idiot and overdosed on sugar yesterday. And my body has been rejecting it ever since. My body's been like, what do you want? Like, what do you, what do you expect from us? Like, what's the plan here? So I get these like waves of nausea where my body's trying to figure out what it wants to do. Um, oh my God, it is working on Instagram. Whoa. Okay. So this is new. And also FYI, there's a huge delay um, if you're watching on Instagram. So you may notice that I will say something and then there'll be a lot of lag time. It's because uh, you guys can't, uh, can't totally hear me. But hi. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone on Instagram. And hello, everyone here on YouTube. And if you're listening or watching on Facebook, hi, hi, hi. This is the weekend watch recap that I've been doing. If you're watching this on a replay, it's every Monday at 4 p.m. Come rain or shine. Um, and Jessica, thank you. It is working on IG. That's freaking fantastic. What a day. How fun is this? Okay, I'm just going to get right into it because, like I said, I may need to stop to puke at some point because I apparently, as an adult, should not be given free will and allowed to eat whatever I want because then I will hurt myself. <laughs> okay. That's what happened. That's what happened to me. But let's talk about drag race first. Let's get drag race going. Okay. Oh my goodness. You guys, the waves of nausea are no joke. Um, all right. So we've, we, we pick up on the Queens. They've just done, they've had the eliminations, et cetera, et cetera. Q is about to snap over not winning. Q is that queen that's like, I just got perfect marks and <laughs> the judges liked everything I did. And it's fine though. It's fine that I didn't win. It's fine. It's fine. I was scared. Q is like the least chill of all, but she's like covert about it. Plain apologizes for giving feedback that was not solicited. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. Mirage, though, says that Plain said basically all the things that we had said to Amanda, but you don't have that relationship with her. So it just stung more. So Amanda's just getting trolled left and right. Amanda's the newest queen. So that's probably why. 
Anyway, this week's maxi challenge is RDR Live, which is an SNL thing, uh, SNL parody, spinoff, whatever. One of my favorite things about Drag Race is the drama that comes from when they have to pick a character in a sketch. I love it. They take it so seriously. And Mirage is a perfect example of that. She wants that host position. I want that host position for sure. Safira wants it too. But then when Safira goes, that's fine. I'll just take the Barbara one. Mirage is so bizarre. <laughs> Mirage then is like, oh. Okay. Well, no, no, it's fine. No, no, it's totally fine. No, no, no. I, no, no. I know I wanted the host. It's completely fine. But then plasma gives me this. I, I love the drama. Plasma does not want to be typecast in a Barbara role because that seems to be like what she does. Someone said this to me when I was still acting. Don't be afraid of being typecast because the second part of that word is cast. And if you can be cast, then take it. Fucking take it. Plasma's respect for Barbara, though, is unmatched. And they even do that Dorit time lapse as she goes through all of Barbara's accolades. You know, they got a letter. <laughs> the Dorit time lapse is what it will forever be known as. Okay, question, though. Question right here. How does Geneva not even ask who Lindsey Graham is in rehearsal? Like, how does it, like, not, it doesn't even occur to you to say, I don't know who Lindsey Graham is. That is just crazy to me. You could ask. That's okay. You can totally ask. Plain was so shady for saying to Morphine, honey, you don't want to do a scene with me. I'm going to kill it. I'm going to kill it. I know Plain is is just very pro problematic in a lot of ways in terms of like not being a nice queen, but she is giving us a lot of funny drama, which I hate saying that. I hate rewarding bad behavior, but it's true. Because Morphine's like, I think she was worried that I would upstage her. Do we think that's what it was? Because it could have been. It could have been. But when we see what ends up happening, I'm like, mm, I don't know if Morphine could have pulled it off. Ross Matthews, the one and only, joins uh, Rue for the walkthroughs. You know, I don't know how many times these people will 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 have to see a show fail, or what's the word I'm looking for? See a scene fail for not preparing. Prepare, prepare tremendously. So the first group's like, we're just gonna wing it. We're just gonna have fun. Rue's like, don't make me do this. Don't make me watch a an ill prepared show, please. Please just fucking work on it and prepare and and rehearse. All right, don't rely on just you're funny. What did Geneva say? I was a ca I was a cashier. I was a cashier. <laughs> I was a cashier, so I know. I know. I got lots of funny quips coming up. I mean, anyone who has worked a register knows that you can come up with some funny stuff, but that was not going to make her feel any better. But Plasma, I love Plasma straight up says, like, I didn't want to be typecast in this mid-century role. And Ross says exactly the advice I was told. Just, honey, take it. If you can do it, if you can do a good Barbara, take the opportunity to do a good Barbara. We don't know you yet. Everything you do is new-ish to us. Unless, of course, you've got like your fans or whatever. But it's all new to us. So there we go. Um, let me actually take a look here at the um, at the chat. Just say hi real quick. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Amit. Ms. Diamond. Hi, Javon. Ooh, it happens to the best of us, Emily. Yes, I know. Eating too much sugar sure does. <laughs> hi, Irene, Susan, 
Plain is playing mind games and I love it. Okay, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Let me go here over to the Instagram. My goodness, so many people in here. Hi. I, you know, I don't know even what to say. What's weird is I'm looking at myself in, in what's playing and I am miles ahead of what you guys are saying. So, okay. Anyway, um, this far in, you would think that preparation would be a top priority. It's exactly, Jessica. It's like when they don't have a, a super flushed out, um, uh, fuck, what's the one they're all afraid of? What's the one they're all afraid of? What's the... Oh my God, it's on my snatch game when they're not, when they come like not prepared or even with a backup plan or something, you know, like, what are you talking about? What are you doing? <laughs> so anyway, the runway is night of a thousand shares. Now, if anyone watched my, <laughs> my weekly wrap up last week that I did with Kendrick, um, she, I, I can't tell if Cher's super problematic or not, because there's the whole thing about the conservatorship. And a few of you left me um, like suggestions on YouTube videos to watch to get more information. And I can't tell if it's a fact that Cher did, in fact, have her son kidnapped from a hotel room and taken to some strange like offsite location or if it's still just rumored. But in this world that we're going to live in, we love share because it's going to be too painful if we have to accept that that's the reality. Um, okay. Let me see who else is here at work and just wanted to say hello. Hi, Mario. Hi. Hi. I'm trying to do both. I don't know how people handle all of these things. Okay, let's go into, let's get back into this. Sorry, I'm getting distracted by the chats. When they're getting ready, Mirage talks about her hosting experience. Um, she mainly only hosted bars, but she also hosted Indigenous Pride in Vegas. We also find out, which is so, I love this. Geneva and Tsunami are both dreamers. DACA was huge, but also could be overturned like any second. So Tsunami gets emotional talking about how happy she is to get the chance to do Drag Race. And Geneva does too. And I love that they have that representation. Um, anyway, a mandatory day job though is kind of iconic. It's ghostwriting on OnlyFans. And I thought, who's writing blogs on OnlyFans? No, it's responding to comments for the creators who are like out of town or on vacation. They're all women creators that he's like filling in for, responding to all these straight men. Do we love? I'm. That's amazing. Here they think, oh God, here we go. The, the nausea. Oh, it's coming. Oh no. Oh dear God. Okay. Just passing. Oh my God, you guys. That's <laughs> not going great over here today, I gotta say. Thank God for this touch up my appearance feature. Okay. What was I saying? Um, yeah, I'm obsessed with it though. Responding to all these straight guys, they think they're talking to their favorite OnlyFans model, and it's a mandatory meeting. And of all the of all the queens, it's a mandatory meeting. Ah. Sarah Michelle Geller is the guest judge, and I didn't really have any expectations, honestly. She did a great job. She belonged there. She did a she's clearly a fan of the show. She had some share uh, knowledge to impart on the queens. It was awesome. But here's what I find to be taxing at this point. When Rue does the walkout and the vamping with the judges, it's just kind of painful sometimes. Like, do we have to do it every time? Because Rue goes, Michelle Visage, when was the last time someone tickled your funny bone? 
Michelle goes, oh, honey, you know, I had my funny bone removed in the late 80s. And then Rue goes, <laughs> that laugh. It's like a, it's like a stock laugh. They just like press a button. Is that funny? That's not funny. Why do we have to do it every time? And I need to, I want to know the rehearsal of that. Do they discuss ahead of time? This is what I'm going to say. This is the joke I'm going to make. Or is, are they ever genuinely laughing? I think sometimes they throw something in there and that's a surprise, but I just, I, that part always baffles me. Like you still do this. You still do the same thing. But Sarah Michelle Geller came through with the good one. And she says, Rue, I've been slaying bitches forever. Okay. I was born for this. So that was amazing. But do we have to do it every time? Anyway. All right. RDR live. Just a couple things that didn't totally work for me. Um, Morphine playing drunk. Playing drunk is very hard, to be honest. Playing drunk, most people overdo it. Most people rely on the slurring or the 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 swaying. And it's actually, it's typically not very funny if you really play drunk. I think the best drunk I've seen is maybe like Kristen Wiig when she did Bridesmaids. You know, you don't like, it's a very specific type of thing to nail. So I thought Morphine would do it. Um, but I'm so sorry, Geneva. What the fuck was that Lindsey Graham thing? You would have, she could have had so much fun with that. She could have had so much fun trolling Lindsey Graham, but instead she just decided I'm not going to do any research. I'm not going to ask one single person a question. I'm just going to do my own thing. Was it sabotage? How did no one ask? Like, do you know who that is? Not one person helped her out. Really? Mirage as the host. It's it's just not working because Mirage is, I don't think she knows what, like how to land a joke. It's like, here's this next line. Here's this next line. What did, what did Sarah, what did Sarah Michelle Geller say? She said um, that you were announcing the lines or broadcasting the jokes or something like that where, you know, it, just deliver it. And you're just basically just reading it too. Like if Sarah Michelle Geller had delivered her line Rue, I've been slaying bitches forever. It, it, if it, she didn't do it right, then it wouldn't have been good. So Mirage was just kind of rushing through, looking at the prompter, just trying to like get through it all. Um, I just don't think Mirage has like a natural sense of humor. Mirage doesn't seem like, that's a very specific type of thing. I don't think she's got that in her. Now, Rue is the musical guest for RDR Live. And I, okay, I'm, I'm probably going to get in so much trouble for talking shit about Rue. But how is Rue still no better at dancing? How, after all these years of being a musician, a musical star, how is Rue still like all stiff and totally uncomfortable and uncoordinated? Like, no, there's no getting any better. The dancers giving life, though. The dancers around Rue are always doing so much, which is really funny. But then Rue's, like, barely able to step to the side, step to the other side. How is she still putting out music? My God. I know they lived for Q as the brick. I know it. I know. But I just didn't get the character as much as I, I guess, the barbershop uh, quartet, the Barbara, excuse me, shop quartet was incredible though. I love that Nymphia went with just a totally weird, abstract Barbara because she wasn't going to be giving like an accurate Barbara. I love that she just went for something so obscure and it worked and sold it, right? And just totally sold it. Plasma, of course, great. Fantastic. Fantastic. So happy that she got to play that part. 
Safira also does exactly what I need. Doesn't push it too much. Sings all the right notes. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Mirage at the end is, uh, she's got to deliver that line. If you can't laugh at yourself, how the hell are you going to laugh at anybody else? And I think she delivered it just like I did. It was, it was, that was like the final, like, oh God, nail in the coffin. Really just not great. Really not great at all. Um, okay. I'm going to do, oh, Evan Peters and Mayor of Easttown did an amazing drunk scene. Murder Mittens, you are right. It's so funny you say that because I literally just rewatched that because Kendrick told me he was rewatching it. And I was like, you know what? I have, I kind of don't remember how that whole show went. So I'm going to watch it again too. Evan Peters is incredible. If anyone hasn't watched Mayor of Easttown, highly recommend. It's so good. Such good acting. It's an old, it's already, it's been around, but you know, whatever. Okay. I'm going to see if I can figure out in this situation here, how to add the runway. I think I can do it by going like this. Look at me. I did it. Ha! Okay. No, I don't want it. For, I want it from the beginning. Okay. Oh, look, I don't even know how to rewind. Okay. Let's do the, let's do the runway together. I thought Tsunami slayed. Stunning. The way that falls, it's like liquid. It looks so, so good. So I thought this was fantastic. I thought that this was, this was okay. It was, I, I don't, like, there's nothing wrong with it. So I thought that morphine being safe was exactly where she should have been. Exactly. Like there's nothing wrong with this look at all. Um, it's just, I don't know. It didn't necessarily give me like, wow, 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 wow. But fabulous body, yaddy, yaddy, looking great. And of course the face beat to the gods. Then we have Maya. Now, okay, Maya, look, it's it, just like Michelle says, it didn't come out like she wanted, but this hair, when, when, and I think Amanda already did it once, the hair has to always be dragged. You've got to give it so much volume, so much. Um, so the look just didn't, the look fell flat. Geneva, as Sarah Michelle Geller will point out so perfectly, it was just the cut of this red look that didn't quite work. Cher did, and when Sarah Michelle Geller said that, I was like, you're right, she did. She did. She knew how to cut things that just gave like a slight optical illusion to make you even look better. Now, I know Michelle was cool with Mirage having the opposing hairstyle eras. I personally was with Rue. I did feel a bit distracted. It felt like Mirage didn't understand the era. And I think that's why it was distracting. It was like, oh, no, 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 that's not that's not the same thing. So I I was with I was with Rue on that. Now, Megami, uh, again, nothing wrong with this look. Nothing wrong with this look. And if I, is this the same look that Maya did? Is it? Because it almost, it might as well be, right? Um, I guess. Yeah, nothing's, nothing's wrong with it, though. That's, that's fine. Good that, good that, good that Megami was safe. That works completely for me. All right. Plain Jane. I, I wasn't living and I still don't. Totally get why the judge, I mean, look, it's a gorgeous gown, stunning, 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 stunning gown. But I, I, uh, I just don't get why they're gagged over her. Or maybe, why am I not gagged? Maybe that's what it is. Why does plain not get me gagged? There's something with the makeup. 
And then there's Amanda. No one can say shit. Amanda did absolutely change the beat. She, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? She cleaned it up. She cleaned up her act a, a lot for sure. But I, I don't know. There's still just something that's not realized yet with the mandatory. And I think that's the problem. I think that um, she, she is one of the queens who's coming on here and learning about themselves still. Now, what's so unique about Dawn's is she's right. The picture that she's going off of is black and white. We don't know what we don't know what those colors are. So it was it was just a little funky to see um, the colors. And I guess it's like there's nothing wrong with it. Um, I guess I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't. I, why would I? Not, I'm not embracing it. But nothing wrong. The look is killer. The makeup. I'm still trying to figure out exactly like what Dawn, who Dawn is as a as a queen. I, I guess I'm still like putting my finger on it. Obviously, Q with the costume and the headpiece and all of it is just gorgeous. Like, it, it is stunning. It is stunning. Q, I don't know. I just don't think, I think if I had to pick, Safira and Q are kind of like up there in terms of like polish. And I vote Safira as someone who I find, I like love Safira just a little bit more. Q has a coldness to her. That's what it is. Now, Plasma turned it out, turned it the hell out. This was a great choice because after the Barbara performance, I'm sure she was very worried that she was going to be typecast. So she went for a different vibe, a darker vibe. And I thought that it looked wonderful. The makeup is stunning, like a gag me. And Nymphia, why are you so fantastic and incredible? I mean, Nymphia with this look, I think every look Nymphia's turned out has just been unbelievable. Truly. Like, look at this thing. It glistens. It glides. It. There's just nothing wrong with it. The body's perfect. The tuck is great. Love it all. Love it. Okay, who else is left? Safira. Now, I was surprised Safira wasn't in the top, but I get. I guess I get why. Um, they they put some other people up there because this is incredible. This blue sparkling feather number. It's huge. The hair, like, give it to me. It is delicious. And then she gets to do a reveal. I thought this was definitely a winner. I love the color. The color is unbelievable. It's gorgeous. She, her face is gorgeous. Oh, my God. Like, I cannot say enough good stuff. Um, okay, that was fun. Like, going to a presentation. I felt like I was doing, I felt like I was doing like a, like a PowerPoint. Um, loved it. So the, the, the judges, um, look, they, they were as nice as they could have been to Maya. I was, I was confused when I watched Maya's performance in RDR. I was like, do I like this or do I not? And the note they gave, which is exactly what the problem was. I just didn't have the words for it. There were no levels to Maya's performance. It was just, here it is. This is me being out of, this is me being out of my box, out of my comfort zone, kind of wacky sort of a thing. Um, and I can't tell if Maya would benefit from coming back to do like an all-stars or if Maya is just one of those like trick queens because Maya can do the craziest things. She is like jumping off of rafters and stuff. So, you know, that's a different type of talent a little bit, you know? And so I I'm with Rue about Mirage's hair, not matching the outfit. Don't love it. They live for Q. Fine. 
But again, I really cannot stress enough. How does Geneva not, how did she get all the way there to the fucking end and not know who Lindsey Graham is? That's the character you're playing. I can't, I can't. But of course, the most important part of all of this was um, Maya's share impression, which then Ross picked up. I kept doing. I do a great Lindsey Graham. I'm Lindsey Graham. <laughs> that and and Rue was right. Maya, this meme is going to <laughs> meme is going to haunt you forever. You're going to be a GIF forever, girl. Oh my god. Plasma wins. And was anyone else like, oh, Q is going to freak out? Q is going to freak the fuck out. <laughs> Q is going to lose it. Starting next episode, we are going to hear about it. Okay. Um, all right. The lip sync was sad. It was sad. Mirage and Geneva. I love this is one of my favorite share songs. It's so funny. Um, but Mirage loses the lyrics. Lose and she's in Untucked, you see her saying, I don't know the words. I don't know the words. I don't know the words. And they're like, do your best. Yeah, it's and Mirage is a full a full-blown breakdown. What's sad is you can see Rue's disappointment. Like they do a good job of showing Rue realizing that Mirage doesn't have the lyrics and just kind of being disappointed and sad. Like um, that's the, that's the rule. If you're not going to know the words, that's the thing. And then when Mirage has the breakdown, Rue has to step in and say, I know this feels like the end, but it really isn't. It is truly only the beginning. Look at Vanjie. You know, anyone who, anyone who, goes home first is going to feel like that. And I mean, it's not true for all of them, but it's, it's true. Like this platform, you are now, you've been introduced to so many new people and this, this will, and once you're in, I feel like once you're in the drag race family, like you get to, they, they do all those other spinoffs and things like that. So speaking of untucked, um, I don't get what cues do. I, I think Q tries to be funny and I, I don't think I, I don't get it because Q and her, interview she does this thing come on season 16 let's get pickling what was the producer like do you want us to use that i don't understand i think q wants to win and i don't think she knows how to like be good tv i think that's what the thing is playing on the other hand knows how to be good tv uh, and Dawn does too, actually, because Dawn keeps being a little potster. And she's like, let's bring up the drama with Plain and Amanda. We haven't talked about that enough. Um, but Plain, like, I, I don't really know who wins or loses in these battles between Amanda and Plain. I don't really know uh, because they're kind of equally matched. Like Amanda, Amanda comes through and it's like the one who says, I'm not going to be bullied type of thing. Uh, but then plain says like, this is the last apology that I'll give you. So you better bring it moving forward. Who fucking says that <laughs> plain? No one, no one needs to make you like their drag. So I don't understand. You all need to bring it. I'm like, ah, she's just doing good TV sound bites. And it's kind of, it's fun. It's fun for us to get that. And Plain says, and I sort of want to ask you guys how you feel about this. Plain says that she thinks that this platform, Drag Race, is not somewhere you go to learn to get better. It's the place that you already bring your best. Now, do we do we agree with that? Do we agree um, that that's what it should be? Or do we like to see queens come on and learn and grow and and give and all of that stuff? Because I can't quant, I can't tell what the what the rules should be. 
And Amanda is one makeup remover cloth from Plains Drag. Oh, oh, the shade. That was good. That was good. Oh, I'm getting nauseous again. That was good. Key, that was a wonderful little, little drag there. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to give it a second because I know I'm on a lag for you guys. So I'm going to give it a second before I can see what you guys have to say. And then we'll go into traders because that's where, that's where the fun stuff is too. I don't watch, but no drag, but no drag race is a learning show. It is like, yes, it is a learning show. Okay. Okay. I agree. I mean, the, the journey people go on is, is, um, fun to watch for sure. Javon says it's like Evie's stance of wanting to compete with the best of the best. You don't show up to the Super Bowl competing with rookies. You know, I kind of feel the same. To get on Drag Race, have you guys seen the freaking requirements just to freaking do the audition tape? Like the tape you submit is a lot of work. So even just to get on the show is quite a feat. And I wonder if it is an intention from casting or if casting picks picks a few queens that are a little bit weaker for this very reason. Because at the end of the day, they're making a show too. So I wonder if that's very much a choice. Um, <laughs> thank you, Irene, sending you good vibes for the nausea. I'll tell you that right now. She Speaks Bra is one of my all-time favorite podcasts. Thank you for what you do. Oh my God, I'm so glad I came over and saw this. Hi to everyone in this chat, by the way, over here on Instagram. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how I just see comments because I'm only getting, here we go. Hi from Puerto Rico. Hello. Wow, I have a lot of you guys in here. So happy. Um, okay, so it's good to know this thing works over here. I've heard the requirements are a lot. Trixie and Katya have talked about it. Yeah, it's like it to even just get on the show is a very difficult on um, on Drag Race. <sighs> okay, let's go to Traders. Let's do Traders because that is this last this episode of Traders. I've watched it, and I I par, I will say part of it was because I needed to take notes, and I kept thinking I would take notes, and I just I would turn it on and be like, I don't have time to take notes, but I'll just watch it again. I watched it four times. That bird challenge, you guys, that fucking bird challenge was so hysterical. What in the hell are they doing? Whoever came up with that, I just want a, a special behind the scenes special lift the lift the the magic away and walk us walk us through how this was conceived because they're really bird calling like they knew that they could have them blow the whistle get a bird call and they knew how funny the birds were the bird calls would be and then they had them do a bird call because then you have this visual these visuals of these guys running around doing the bird calls it was so fucking brilliant it was truly innovative tv it i i i cannot get over it it's so creative but even before that before that happens we have we, we pick up on that Phaedra speech where she goes, no one <laughs> she goes, nobody likes you, Parvati. Everyone thinks you're a traitor. <laughs> I still can't get over she said that. 
nobody likes you. Everyone thinks you're a traitor. <laughs> Dan was like, Dan, and, and Dan completely leaves Parvati to fend for herself because he was the one who put it in Parvati's head that <laughs> we need to get them looking at a housewife. And he's just like, guys, we, we, we really need to work together. <laughs> Parvati goes, motherfucker, you did this. You asshole, you fucking did this, jerk. Oh my God. Parvati says that, uh, Phaedra, you can decide. You can decide who we murder tonight. And between the choices, as much as, you know, I don't like to see a Bravo person go, I fully respected the Tamra murder. That one made the most sense. Because they even say, because Sandra's name gets brought up, they say Sandra could be good, like, as people are really getting suspicious, we could throw attention on her because she is someone who would play this game well enough that no one would think about her as a traitor. So like that was smart. Tamara's good. She was outspoken and she's a housewife. And if they're trying, if Phaedra's trying to divert attention from that, boom, there we go. But speaking of the next day, I love Janelle with the soundbite saying that the housewives don't have the skills or a ma the mastermind to be traitors. Meanwhile, Miss Phaedra they really, the Bravo people really are getting a tough, a tough, um, a tough, they're, 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 they're being, in my opinion, kind of singled out. And I'm like, Kevin, who's Kevin? Peter, bachelor guy. So you don't need to be so mean to the Bravo people. Okay. Jerks. CT asks Dan, they're at the breakfast table, who he thinks. And once again, Dan doesn't have an answer. Now look. I know Dan is probably going to fucking win this game, but honestly, I'm at the point where I hope they figure Dan out and Phaedra takes all the money because she's doing such a good job. But, um, but he doesn't have an answer. It's like how it, it's not even like he, it's not even like Dan is saying, I don't want to show my cards. Cause I still don't know who is to be trusted here. Um, he's just like, I, I don't know. I have no idea. And clearly he knows what he's doing. So I feel stupid being like, Dan's an idiot, but you know, but not Peter, the guy who I was like, this guy's probably one of the dumb ones. What? Excuse me, sir. He's, he's figured, he's like, I'm pretty sure Parvati and CTR, but I'm definitely suspecting Dan. And this man will come up with a plan. And I, you know, I really counted him out and that's probably even better. That's he, and that, and that even, cause even Dan says later when they do that, when they're doing the votes and whatnot in their little trader circle. Parvati's like, oh, so Peter totally lied to us, right? Just to throw us off. And Dan he goes, I don't know if he's that savvy. Like, brilliant. It's so brilliant that Peter would be that savvy. It's fucking brilliant. Kevin is suspecting Janelle. Now, it's a very common thing. And I think for this is like to be noted for the next season, anyone who's on, it's common to suspect the person who is the most vocal because it seems like, oh, they're throwing us off, you know, there's, but it's actually true what Janelle says later, which is only traders have to just sit back and not come up with ideas. Cause that is true. It's actually just a sign of being a very messy faithful. <laughs> One second. Oh my God. I also, did I mention that I ate cookies two days ago too? Like the ones from crumble cookies that are that big? No like that big. I have a problem. I need to go to like a rehab for sugar addiction because it has become like that. It really has where I need it every day. 
I need it like intravenously. Oh my God. Okay. We're good. We can get through this. Oh my God. All right. Sorry guys. All right. The bird challenge, the, the, the debate on who's going to be out, try, who can get the shield or whatever is kind of funny, but I love Sandra going, it's not cool that outside is the only place to get a shield. You know, what about the people who don't like to run like me or Phaedra? <laughs> Good point. I like that Sandra puts herself in there with Phaedra. Um, all right. The bird challenge, it's comedy. It's comedy. I made silly, stupid content about it because it sort of reminded me of the opening of White Lotus, the credits to the White Lotus theme song. It's just, it is so funny. Alan Cummings is having the time of his life. He really loves it. He is making them, he's making them do it. He go, run, John. Oh, he's having so much fun. This is just so silly. Bergie and Trichelle get a shield. But Sheree and Kevin, they try to get a shield. Watching these two try to read a map is sitcom level funny. They even put the funny music to it. it amazing. I mean, they can't figure it out. They just give up. They're like, let's just go. They're going to suspect us at this point. We got to we gotta go get, find a, like an outpost to do the bird calling. Peter comes up with the plan. I, I'm not kidding. I think it was on watch number three that I actually was able to figure out what he was saying. He says that their people are going to assume because he's with Janelle that they got the shield because she's been a greedy little bitch with the shield. He says, let the cat, we're going to let everyone assume that we got the shield. And they tell when they get back to the castle, they're whispering to all the other teams, like, don't say, don't tell, don't announce who got the shield. And so then Peter goes and tells the people he suspects to be traitors that he got the shield with Janelle. They both got the shield so that if they believe him, they'll try to take out Bergie or Trishel, but then it'll be blocked. I'm like, who the fuck? Where did he? Who? Okay. No one thought that, right? No one. Because I, I, I was like, I thought Peter was like the Ryan Lochte of this one. Well, not, no, that's Kevin. Kevin is the Ryan Lochte of this one. Actually, no one is the Ryan Lochte. Ryan Lochte was the best stupid contestant to have. He's so freaking dumb. It's amazing. Like, literally, the guy was looking for secret passages while people were trying to figure out who were traitors. He was, like, pulling books, trying to open up secret doors. I mean, it's just amazing. MJ was doing so good being on to Dan. But Janelle is just so pushy about it being Dan. So MJ switches to thinking it's Janelle and Kevin's really pushing it too. But MJ gives us, let me see if I can play this. MJ gives us full, is it this? Persian princess here. I love it. Let me see if this works. Has gotten her hands dirty and she has been pretty cutthroat when she accuses other people. Could that be implicating that she's a traitor? Okay. A traitor? I love her. I love MJ. I love it. I love it. I love it. A traitor. I have not stopped thinking about her saying that. She's such a princess. I love her so much. Kate's dramatic intro. Now, look, I used to love Kate. There's something different about her, though. It's like she's trying too hard to be Kate. Is that Does that sound right? You know what I mean? It's like she's trying so hard to be like, this is this is my thing. This is what I do. Whatever. I don't know. I hate, I don't I don't like that I don't like her as much as I used to, but they intro Kate at the round table. Kevin like hates her on site. <laughs> as soon as she sits 
down, he has it out for her, okay? He does not enjoy her company whatsoever. Janelle throws out at the round table CT and Sandra as traitors, and she's so fucking sure of herself. I'm like, what, what, what are you talking about? Dan, no, Dan, why are you? No, don't go over to Sandra. John tries to defend her, and then he's like, I think Kevin is a traitor. Kevin? No, Kevin is not a dumbass traitor. But as Kevin responds to John, Kate goes to whisper to MJ, like, what's that guy's name? Kevin stops her and goes, Kate, could you listen? She goes, I, I got it. I got it. You think Janelle's a traitor. And he goes, no, no, you see, you, you, were, you weren't listening. I'm talking to John right now. <laughs> he thinks this, he thinks this is some huge thing. He goes, he didn't want to be accused for being good at this game because he's a politician. Now he's accusing me because I'm an actor. Hmm? Am I right? Kate's like, okay. That doesn't mean anything. He thought he thought it was some really big point. Right, guys? Am I right? Anybody else? That's what I thought. Huh? I'm an actor. Huh? What? <laughs> Sir? Peter presents Dan as a traitor due to his lack of participation. Well, Dan, you see, Dan is just smart because Janelle also coming for him and then also coming for Sandra, she just, she damn fucked up. So he can then go for Janelle and enough people were already wondering about Janelle. So he's like, boom. And Parvati and Phaedra both back him up. And I thought that was, that was to be noted. Phaedra said, I'm, I need to prove, I'm going to let you think, maybe you just let you guys think I'll have your backs, but Phaedra is probably going to throw Parvati right under the bus as soon as she can. The way the voting goes in this is so outstanding because it's neck and neck with Janelle and Dan. Then it gets to a point where one more vote for Janelle she's she's banished and i love that it's sheree who's up the lady who gets mad at every banishment because everyone else gets it wrong even though she fully participated she votes janelle but then when janelle announces she's a faithful bergie is hysterical he's like you guys are doing what the traders want but sheree's like i voted off her actions like i'm gonna stand by my vote like i don't like her <laughs> i don't like her at all so Peter's plan, he's told CT, Parvati, and Dan that he got the shield, right? This way they could try to murder those without a shield and then let it get, I don't know. I was, it, it was still very confusing, but John, John's like, good on you. Good, good, good one. I think they're all really impressed that Peter came up with this plan. But the traitors meeting is basically just Phaedra telling Dan to get his shit together. Okay. She says, get your suit ready, because if you play like this, I'm going to be embalming you myself. <laughs> Dan goes, it's not my first rodeo. And Phaedra says, well, then don't act like it. Everything. Everything. He's like, he thinks she's going to be intimidated. Uh-uh. This is Phaedra fucking Parks, okay? You might think she's just a housewife, but she hasn't done that in a minute, okay? She's got a million other things that she's been probably scheming and scamming this whole time, okay? Barbie and Dan, they share their notes about Peter saying that he has the shield. And it's amazing how Parvati's like, oh, he's lying, right? And Dan, like I know I said it earlier, but Dan's like, no, no, he's not savvy enough. Brilliant. 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 Dan pushes to murder Bergie, even though Parvati's like, no, no, we should definitely just murder someone who wasn't outside because then we know it's not going to be someone with the shield. Well, 
Dan, I can't wait to see what how this plays out. But he's like, no, it's got to be Bergy. I'm taking a huge risk here. It's got to be Bergy. So what's going to happen when it's blocked because he has a shield? Oh, it's going to be so good. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. This is it's just like incredible television. It's like a, I think it was Bravo and Blaze. Jenny at Bravo and Blaze says, I wish they would do a Trader's amusement park. And it kind of feels like you're on a ride when you watch this show. It's like, it's such a, it's so visually stimulating and the music cues and everything. So I would love to do like a castle traders ride somewhere. That would be a lot of fun. Okay. All right. For the last couple of minutes, I just wanted to chat with you guys. Uh, see, uh, see how we're doing over here. See what I've missed in the chatteroonies. Oh my goodness, guys. <laughs> so bordering on throwing up. It's so embarrassing that I did this to myself. I don't know who's still over here in the um in the Instagram, but hi to everyone who's still over here. Oh my goodness. I thought it was odd that Alan gave them the option to not say who got the shield when the entire time he's never asked that and just immediately called them out. Jasmine, great question or great point rather. Um, I, I would not be surprised if production um, heard uh, them on their, like if someone heard, like the audio guy was like, I think they're saying not to say anything and then like rushed that into Alan's ears before he did like his his intro or whatever. Oh God. Excuse me. Oh, um, guys, is there anything you want to ask me before I wrap this up while we're here? I wanted to like leave open the last, oh my goodness, <laughs> 15 minutes for you. Oh, if I have it. Oh my goodness. Why? Why? It's so weird that that does that. <sighs> hiding who got the shield is good gameplay. It takes a bit of the power away from the traders. Oh, it was brilliant. It was so brilliant. Absolutely. Top notch, top notch work. I'm going to have a hard time. Fine, fine time. Traders Australia is chef's kiss. Ooh, maybe I'll watch that. Yes. About anything you guys want. Any, any questions you guys have, any topics you want me to cover, please throw them at me. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. Do you think Monica from SLC should be on the Traders next season? Absolutely. Absolutely. Nikki, Megan, Beef, I'm not even touching with a 10-foot pole. Uh-uh. I'm too scared of both sides. I, I love Megan the Stallion so much. Like, I love, love, love her, but I'm not about to get the barbs upset because they have been coming for everybody online and I'm a scared of them. Okay. I'm a scared thoughts on Jeff Lewis, not being on RHOC anymore. What do you mean? What was he? I thought he said he was doing it. Did they take him out? Did they, did they say, well, not anymore. We're editing you out. Are we ready for Vanderpump? Hell yes. It's going to be one of the most complicated seasons to date. Southern Charm Nola, word on the street is that they are trying to bring it back. Jovan, I hope they are. I have been begging. We've all been begging, those of us who loved it. It's truly one of the best shows, best of all time, hands down. Best cast. So much time has gone by, though. It's like, what was, what's it been for? Almost, we're on four, year four. Oh, 
so much time, but whatever. Jeff said he wasn't because they had a contract problem. I wonder if Jeff got in trouble for saying he was going to be on it. And so he's like, okay, I'll throw people off. I'll say I'm not going to be on it. And then when I'm on it, it's a surprise. I feel like that's what he's trying to do. Dumbass. Um, you've heard it might be a Housewives of New Orleans. I hope, you know what? I've, I've heard it might be a Housewives of New Orleans myself. I don't need another Housewives franchi franchise. I kind of like that it was a Southern Charm NOLA. Um, but I guess the women are pretty amazing. And I don't mind that it focuses on them. But like Barry was great. Um, who was Tamika's friend? They had that great conversation about being gay and the, the slur that Barry used. Like, I, you know, I think that as a cast, they were so good. So I don't know. So the basically the lawyers will not cover him in contract. Oh, they won't indemnify him. That's a fun word. I'm going to check out Southern Charm Nola. Thanks for the recommendation. Oh my God, Irene, it's so good. Oh, it's so, so good. Oh, excuse me. Jeff said uh, he wasn't because of a condo. Okay, ice, ice chips. Uh, so who do we think they murdered? I think it's Bergie. Um, he said, okay, cool, 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 cool. Let me see if there's any questions over here in the... Was Sutton really taken away in an ambulance? Hi, Andrea. Um, I don't know. I have not seen it. I also have someone over here asking, why was Kathy on the BH reunion? I don't know. I don't know if I, I mean, what a great surprise guest. And I also don't know if they were really hoping she could stay a surprise guest. And then someone leaked it and they were like, fine, we'll just announce it. I have no idea. Maybe it's, maybe it was a favor to Kyle to show that they're now they're cool now and like to give her some support maybe. And to address things that were left over from last season. I love it. I thought it was a great move, but why the hell was Sutton taken away in an ambulance? Was it her esophagus? Because then Anna Marie would feel real stupid. Um, I want to hear more about Sutton passing out at the VH reunion. I, I have no idea what exactly happened. I haven't even seen it. That was Tamika's cousin. You're right, Javon. You're right. It was. It truly was. Uh, okay. What else do we got? House of Villains, ideal cast for season two. Well, in House of Villains, I really would like them to bring back the, the core people that I thought were really good. So um, Bananas, Tiffany Pollard, Bobby Lights, Omarosa. Fuck, I already forgot. Is that it? I might be forgetting. I might be forgetting someone. Um, and then let's see. Who's a good villain? Hmm. I don't know off the top of my head now that I'm thinking about it. God, Jax was such a bad, Jax was so bad on that show. He truly, he truly was not good. I know everyone's going to say Monica, but I don't want Monica doing House of Villains and the Traitors. So she gets one or the other. Um, House of Villains, I guess. I guess I, if I had to pick Monica for one, I'd pick her for House of Villains. Because I actually am curious to hear what she would do on that. Mistress Isabel Brooks would be great from RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yeah. They should totally bring in some Drag Race people. Um, Raven would be good. What's funny about villains is that they don't know their villains a lot of the time. Um, Sandoval, no. No, thank you. Um, Kenya. Kenya would be good. 
It's just, I, I wonder if they were to get that call, like, cause Kenya fans would disagree. Kenya fans would say that she's not the villain. So that's kind of why I'm having a hard time in my head coming up with the cast because I feel like everyone's version of a villain is a little bit different. Like there was a point in time where Candace to me was a total villain. Um, but now I'm like, is she, was she? Yes. No, I don't know. It's a little complicated on Bravo shows. Um, but I think a bunch of drag race villains would be incredible. Drag race, Gia Gun, Caleb, well done. Gia Gun would be so good. Absolutely. So, so good. Um, who else is a good villain? What if like Andy Cohen did it? <laughs> I know he wouldn't think of himself as a villain, but like traitors or something. I don't know. The entire cast of Jersey, the entire cast of Jersey. That's incredible. Uh, okay. Let me see what else you guys are saying over here. There's some good big brother villains. Yeah. Like Josh would be fun. Josh from big brother would be a good, would be a good one. Um, who else on the challenge is even considered like a full blown villain? Devin, Devin's considered a villain, but he's more like the likable villain. Bananas is the most villainy of all of them for sure. Ooh, Stassi. Good one, Murder Mittens. Stassi would be fantastic. Wow. She would. Uh, because she was able to embrace that side of her. She was able to, to totally embrace being a villain. So I think that would be a wonderful, wonderful choice. Basically, if you think about it, the cast of House of Villains could also then be on the traders. So it's like if you get one contract, you get the other one too, you know? Absolutely. Ooh, excuse me. Um, okay, what else do we got? What else do we got in here? Kenya Moore would make a great villain. Yes, that tell that. What about Ariana on traders? Sure. Sure, why not? Jeff Lewis. Would Jeff Lewis be good on actually I've just I've already said it. But if you do traders, you do either traders or you do um House of Villains, it's kind of the same. It's kind of totally the same thing. What about like a teen mom? A teen mom to throw in there, like Farah. Oh, I don't know if I can handle that. I don't know if I can handle that. Farah would be on House of Villains. Farah for sure. I don't even I don't even know if they touch her anymore. Is she even allowed to do TV? She's such a a handful. I don't even know. Excuse me. Lisa Rinna. You know what? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Gotta tell ya. Gotta tell ya. Did you see that Nick Vile just released that he's having the Toms on his podcast tomorrow? Well, that'll be interesting. He's done nothing but talk shit about them for quite some time. So that will be um, an interesting combination of people. Hmm. I don't, I try to avoid, I try to avoid, um, Nick Vile, Nick Vile, Vale, whatever. Cause I just don't enjoy him. Kelly Dodd. Javon, take it back. Take it back. Okay, guys, I think I need to go. Even though I've got a couple minutes left, I'm sweating. I'm so not feeling good. It's all my own fault. I gotta go chew on some ice chips. Oh, excuse me. All right, guys. I appreciate all of you. And Instagram, thank you. I am still learning how to get comfortable on all these platforms to figure out like how to bounce between them all. Uh, but I appreciate so much of you guys. Thank you for being here. 
my two live crew, the realest ones that are here every single freaking week. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. And I will see you guys soon. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.